You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Ryan Jackson. Ryan is the owner of Ryan Jackson Electrical, electrical Training. He is a national electrical code expert and also a combination inspector in the Salt Lake City, Utah area. He began his career in the trades while in high school and began doing electrical work at the age of 18. At the age of 23, Ryan landed his first job as an electrical inspector and subsequently became certified in building, plumbing, and mechanical inspection, as well as building and electrical plan review. Two years after becoming an inspector, he was approached by a friend in the area, asking him to fill in for an electrical seminar. After that first class, he was hooked and is now highly sought after for, instructor, for training seminars um, throughout the country. He's taught in several states, written several expert textbooks over the years, and truly loves helping people increase their understanding of the code. Recently, Ryan has worked with the IEC and authored the IEC National three-volume textbook set, A Comprehensive Guide to the NEC, which is currently based off of the 2017 code and is in the IEC book kits for this upcoming academic year, as well as it will be available for continuing education courses um, and for field electricians throughout America. This is the absolute best textbook on the market. He's exceptionally talented and a true asset to the electrical industry. I could go on and on, but let's hear from the gentleman himself, Ryan Jackson. Looking forward to our conversation today, and we'd like to officially welcome you to IEC National's podcast series, The Electrical Current. Well, well, uh, thank you. It's uh, it's good to be here, and uh, wow, what an introduction! I'll I'll try to uh, I'll try to live up to that as best as I can. <laughs> does, <laughs> does it all sound familiar, or was it just a dream? That uh... <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> terrific, terrific. Well, well, thanks again for spending time with us, and, and yeah, I'm, I've been looking forward to this uh, conversation all week. Um, yeah. Let's let's start a little bit uh, back in history. Let, could you tell us a little bit about um, where you grew up and and kind of help lead us on the pathway um, to uh, to where you're at now, Ryan? Yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you my my backstory is is always a surprise to to pretty much everybody that hears it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, 25 years ago, I I would never have guessed that I would be in the in the education arena yeah, for yeah. a profession. I never would have thought that in a million years. Um, when I was young, so my, my parents divorced when I was about five. I, mm-hmm. I lived with my mom and two brothers. Okay. And my mother worked for a city in uh, in the Salt Lake City area okay. in the suburbs. So Utah, worked, you're, you're a Utah native, it sounds like. I'm a Utah native. Okay. Yep, okay. yep, born and raised. So she got a job working in the building department mm-hmm. and uh she was a permit tech so hmm. when you came in to get a building permit an electrical right. permit she right. would be the first person that you spoke to she'd yeah. do the paperwork issue the permit and all of that gotcha this would have been back in the early 1980s yep now in the early 80s utah changed the law and required inspectors to become certified and licensed mm-hmm. in the areas that they were inspecting okay and that ended kind of the cowboy era of inspectors where it was just, Hey, this is my city and this is how you're going to do it. Right. That ended. Right. right. So now all of a sudden inspectors actually had to prove competency. Mm-hmm. So all the inspectors in Utah pretty much all quit. 
Uh, uh, <laughs> so there, you know, there's a lot of 60. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of 60 year old inspectors yep. who are not interested in actually taking tests and getting licensed and everything else. So gotcha. there were openings everywhere. And my mother became one of the first certified and licensed electrical inspectors in the state of Utah. Interesting. Uh, male, male or female. Wow. And of course, uh, in the early 80s, I, I don't need to tell anybody, it was a different world. Yeah, uh, sure. So a female inspector back then was pretty much unheard of. Yeah. So she was uh, uh, an electrical inspector and a building inspector and, and continued to do that right up until she retired just a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. But that was really where I got sort of my in into the construction industry. Gotcha. So I got kicked out of high school when I was 16. Mm -hmm. uh, I made a lot of bad decisions gotcha. and uh, I pretty much, uh, you know, I, I, I won't lie. I, I got into drugs and a lot of stupid things sure. and I got kicked out of high school Yeah, and it was actually the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. I, I needed that wake up call, wake up call. in a yeah. major way. Yeah, yeah. sure. So when I was 16, I got kicked out of high school mm -hmm. and I enrolled in school at night and I started swinging a hammer uh, full time at mm -hmm. the age of 16. I, I started building framing houses. And uh, I worked seven to four, uh, you know, building houses, swinging a hammer, and then I'd go to school uh, from five to nine. Mm -hmm. So my uh, my childhood pretty much ended <laughs> when yeah. I was sixteen. Right. And uh, I went from straight Fs in school to straight A's yeah. because that was just again it was the wake up call that I really needed. Right. Right. So I was sixteen, started getting my life in order, full time job. And my brother uh, was in the Marine Corps mm -hmm. as an electrician. Mm -hmm. And okay. he came home when I was 17 okay. and older, started doing – Older brother. Older brother. Older brother, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so he came home and was an electrician as a civilian. Mm -hmm. And basically his paychecks were bigger than my paychecks. Right. So I thought, all right, well, I'm going to join the electrical industry. Right. So in Utah, you have to be licensed even as an apprentice. You, okay. you cannot do anything electrical related until you're licensed, and you have to be at least 18 right. to be licensed. Right. So I graduated high school in June. I turned 18 in June, and I joined the electrical industry in June. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've seriously been in the electrical industry for as absolute long as I've been able to be in it since wow. I was 18. Wow. So joined the electrical industry when I was 18, and uh, I was an electrician until I was 23. And I decided I was I was really fascinated with the electrical code. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I I remember going to a class taught by a gentleman named Noel Williams, and uh, that name might ring a bell to it, some people. It but, rings uh, a bell to me even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. is that right? Yeah, yeah. very sharp. Yeah. Uh, Noel is as sharp a guy. Yeah, I I would put him. I, I I wouldn't put anybody above him in the entire country. Yeah, as far as knowing the electrical code. Mm -hmm. So I went to a class that he taught, and I was just floored. Just blown that away. A person yeah. could know that much. Yeah. yeah, and and it fascinated me, and mm -hmm. I wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to master the electrical code. Right. Right. So I really started digging into the code book, and I became an inspector, mm -hmm. and then I could focus even more on the code book. Mm -hmm. So I started inspecting. Uh, I was quite young. I was 23 when I started inspecting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I got certified uh, as an electrical inspector and then did the building and the plumbing and mechanical and mm -hmm. all of those codes as well. Got certified there. Gotcha. Oh, and by the way, I, I should interject this real quick. Yeah. You, you've got to remember that I, I teach seminars for a living. Right. So if you ask me a 10-second question, you're probably going to get a five-hour answer. I love if, it. If I you're love not it. careful. That's so, all right. <laughs> so That's all advised. right. Perfect. Okay, so 23, I'm inspecting. Yeah. And I had another friend of mine who 
taught seminars in the Salt Lake City area, a guy okay. named Gary Beckstrand. Okay. And he's also pretty well known in the industry, very mm-hmm. sharp. Mm-hmm. So Gary calls me up out of the blue and he says, Ryan, you're you're kind of a, a code nerd. Mm-hmm. Do you want to help me out? And I said, well, I don't know. What, what do you have in mind? And he said, well, I've got more classes scheduled than I can possibly teach. I wonder if you could teach one. And boy, my, my heart kind of started racing. Right, I don't right. Know anything about teaching. I've never taught anything in yeah. my life. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, I asked him what he what he'd pay me, yeah. and he gave me a number. And I said, "Well, you know, I I had ramen noodles last night for dinner, so yeah, that that paycheck sounds pretty good, to be honest. Delicious so, and uh, salty, it, yes, exactly, right. So, uh, yeah, he said, okay, I'm, I'm gonna pay you X amount if you'll if you'll do it. And I've already got the powerpoints built and mm-hmm. everything else, so you don't need to stress about that, yeah. you know. So I'll give you the material. You just stand in front of the group and talk for eight hours. Yeah, I, right. I could, I can do that. Yep. And he said, okay, cool. It's going to be at this particular university, and the subject is hazardous locations. Mm-hmm. And my heart just dropped because yeah. hazardous locations, holy cow. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that, that's yeah. that's one of the toughest areas Absolutely. of the entire code book. Absolutely. And it's, it's filled with words that are hard to pronounce and chemicals, and, and it's not just knowing the code and knowing electricity. You've got to understand chemistry and how chemical agents uh, react with each other and right. their properties. So I was just freaking out. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. So I, I, I decided I'll do it. I'll, I go up to this university the day of the class. I'm freaked out, and I'm thinking I'm going to be in front of a classroom, mm-hmm. and there'd be 20 people in there. Right. Well, that's not the case. Uh, I meet the person, yeah. and they they put me into the lecture arena. Okay, <laughs> which is fixed seating for probably like four hundred, at least a thousand. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. even yeah. bigger. Yeah, it was huge. Wow. Right, I'm wow. I'm on a stage, right, like Steve Jobs at Apple. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. With uh, with, with a screen behind me as big as my house. Yeah. And were, I <laughs> were you wearing the mock turtleneck? And I mean, yeah, that, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> wow, so wow. That was my first class. And by the yep. way, twelve people yep. were in attendance. Okay, yeah, okay. People. So just not a giant room. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, very good. Massive very good. room with twelve people. And wow. And I pretty much I covered hazardous locations, all of it. Yeah. In about a half an hour, mm-hmm. which you do when you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I, I was able to cover just about the entire code in eight hours. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. So, but I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And uh, bit by the bug. And yeah. that's yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of how I started my my venture into being a, a hardcore that's kind terrific. of a code geek. That's yeah. a, that's a terrific story, Ryan. That yeah, and and, <laughs> I, and and the emotions around it is is what I love too. Is 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 um, yeah, just yeah, leading up to it, I felt like I was right there with you the whole time. Yeah. And 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 what a what a first class too. Just that whole experience. Oh, it um, was terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Wow. But um, mm. but now you know I, I'll still get a little bit, and and that's how I make my my living now is mainly yeah. as an instructor. Um, right. Right. And I'll I'll still get a little bit nervous in front of new groups. You know, mm-hmm. if it's, if it's a few hundred people, I'll, sure. I'll get a little bit nervous, but yeah. for the most part, you know, the jitters have gone away, but it, it's taken 20 years, yeah. <laughs> you Understood. know, for the jitters to fully go away. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. It, it's a lot of, a lot of head games to be able to, you've got, I, I think that, uh, nervousness slash anxiety is a very close cousin to excitement on, on the, Absolutely. on the, uh, the emotional spectrum. And if you can reframe that nervousness, 
um, to excitement. It's the same physiological responses that you're going through, but but you can help to you know guide yourself over in that direction because that's what it is, is. Especially when you're stepping in front of people, is is they're there to see you, and they're there right. to learn, and and they want to see you succeed because your success means their success and what they what they gain from from your instruction. Um, so if if you do those, yeah, because we're all. Yeah, what what is the the old joke? You know that that uh, you know people would rather be in the casket than than given the eulogy, right? Right, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> um, and it's not really a joke; it's statistically been proven. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's it's it's interesting because yeah, you d- you still do get jitters, don't you? You know, like, you do. Yeah, and and it's good though because yeah, it, and it it humbling. does kind of hype you up, and it's it's yeah. it is humbling. Mm. Uh, you you get an adrenaline rush when yeah. you're in front of the people, and and. You know, you tend to feed on your audience too. So right, right. you try to get them excited because their excitement excites you, yeah. and and it builds. You know, and it's it's really a it's a wonderful experience. I I really I really enjoy teaching. That's, that's awesome. of all the different things that I do, that's the one that I that I like the most. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, yeah. well, uh, while we're on that subject, tell us tell us a little bit more about um, Ryan Jackson Electrical Training. What what is uh, the breadth of of uh, what you're engaged in now, Ryan? Yeah. So. Mainly, I teach seminars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I travel around the country and I, I teach for different facilities or IEC chapters or different trade associations or even mm-hmm. just uh, contractors. Sure. Uh, so I'll get a contract and I'll, uh, I think next uh, next month I'm in Philadelphia for a few days and then down in uh, Dallas for, for a couple of days nice. to do some classes. So yeah, I, uh, I travel and, uh, and I talk about the code. Mm-hmm. So I think the one in Philadelphia, I'm doing a, a eight hour class on grounding and bonding. And then the one in Texas is actually for a for uh, a chapter member, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the Centex mm-hmm. chapter. I think. Sure. Yeah. So I'm actually heading down there. They they reached out to me, and uh, and I'm going to teach whatever they asked me to teach. Uh, they're going to give me some topics, and I'll kind of cater uh, cater my class around what they want yeah. to talk about. So. Customize it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I do. Uh, I do tend to stick to the National Logical Code. Mm-hmm. Um, when you teach the NEC. You, you'll end up talking about safety and you'll end yes. up talking about theory because yes. that's that's a big part of it. Completely interwoven, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, so so that does get brought up with me, but I, I do tend to stick to the to the code. That's what my what my expertise is in. Awesome, awesome, very good. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you said. Uh, you call it code, code nerd. You said code nerd. A code which, nerd, which, a code geek. Yeah, those are those are terms of of endearment and and affection, aren't they? You know, uh, absolutely, really for me they are. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, in fact, I, I mentioned the first class I went to that Noel Williams was teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember like vividly. I, I remember telling myself, "Wow, what a nerd this guy is," <laughs> and and I meant that as affectionate right. as, as right. anything I could come up with. Right. You know, that that right. is the utmost compliment right. from me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you there because I I love to surround myself with with uh, nerds of of, yeah. of their expertise because it uh, really in my definition I, I think we've also adopted this I think as a society because um, nerds used to be kind of a it used to be a you know there was the movie Revenge of the Nerds right you know like yep, it was exactly. it was like yeah but but it's it's people that are really deep into their craft what whatever angle or whatever niche they're they're into um, it's just they they become experts within that yeah. and 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 the passion and the energy and and the fervor you know and and, and knowledge just pours out as 
as a result of that. So, so I'm, I'm yeah. with you. It's a, it's a yeah, definite term of, of endearment, affection, and one to strive and achieve for in your life's purpose. You know? Absolutely. So, yep. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah, I've always, I've always really enjoyed, uh, experts, people that are, that are good at whatever it is, yeah. you know, I'll, yeah. I'll watch TV and, and I'll, I'll watch the world's strongest man competition. Mm-hmm. So here's a guy that can, that can deadlift 1100 pounds <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and right. pull an airplane with a rope. <laughs> right. Absolutely with, amazing. With his teeth. So, you know, anything like that, man, if, if you're the, if you're the best at whatever it is you yes. do, I want to watch you do Amen. whatever it is that you do, whether it's yep. tying your shoes or deadlifting 11 hundred pounds, whatever it is. Yep. You know, yep. So I I'm just, I love to watch people succeed and I love to watch people, uh, excel at, you know, I, I like to see people rewarded for their efforts. Yes. Absolutely. You know, those guys that can pull a jumbo jet, uh, you know, that's not just steroids. That's yep. 20 years worth of being in the gym five right. hours a day and, and working their tail off. So, yep. you know, I, I just, I enjoy watching people work hard and then, and then get blessed by it and, yep. and receive the fruits of it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And that, and that's a lot of what, what, uh, especially at IEC, that's a lot of our philosophy in, in the merit shop world is, you yeah. know, putting what you put in to your life, your career, you, you get back in, in spades. You, you, you're able to, uh, you know, continue to flourish and, and grow um, with with the amount of effort that's put into yeah. to what you're what's in front of you, and, and, and absolutely, um, you know, conquer each challenge and, and you climb higher and you get stronger, um, just like yeah, just like the the world's strongest, um, you know, yeah, deadlifter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, um, yeah. you, you're yeah, you're I, I love it, Ryan. I, I love your energy around it because yeah, I think that you and I see see things very simpatico that way. Um, yeah. Electrically electric specific you you talked a little bit about you know really getting into the code um what in, in general you know what what is it about uh electricians that you know you like working with them and and kind of keep keeps you jazzed because you said yeah you feed off the energy of of uh those that you're instructing as well um yeah 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 just kind of general oh, well well i can i can definitely speak to that because uh as an inspector in utah and and this is the case in a lot of areas now Mm -hmm. uh in utah you pretty much have to be a combination inspector meaning that you inspect electrical and plumbing and mechanical and energy and and everything and i can tell you for a fact because i've done this as an inspector i was an inspector for 17 years yeah uh when i go onto a job site if i ask a plumber or a mechanical contractor if i ask them where their code book is I, I can ask them, I can say, hey, can, can you grab your code book? Let, let's talk about this. Yeah, or I'll ask, do yeah. you have a code book? Right. And the answer is no. Yeah. And I, I was naive to that. I didn't know that going in because I was an yeah, electrician. Yeah. I was always told right off the bat, I was always told you have to have a code book and it is a part of your toolbox. It's yes. part of your career. You have to have one. You have to know it. Yes. When I talk to electricians as an inspector and I say, hey, go grab your code book. I, I don't ask, do you have one? Right. I don't ask, do you know? I, I, I can just say, hey, go, go grab your code book and let's take a look at this. Right. And right. they have it. Right. You know, and I, I love that. And, and you know, electricians and, and using the code, yes. I use this as, as an example when, yeah. I, when I teach. The, the, the word bathroom mm-hmm. is defined in the National Electrical Code. Right, right. And <laughs> it's not defined in the plumbing code. Right. You know, it's not defined in the building code. The building code tells you how many bathrooms you have to have. The plumbing right. code, of course, tells you how to plumb them. Huh. The bathroom, but, you know, they're not defined in there, but they're defined in the electrical code. Because Amazing. in 1968, yeah. electricians knew what a bathroom was. Everybody knew what a bathroom was. Right. But in 1971, we added GFCI requirements for bathrooms. 
bathroom. Correct. And then everybody was like, oh, well, what's a bathroom? You right. know, Define so a bathroom. All right, yeah, here we go. <laughs> but, I, but I love that. Electricians yeah. use the code, and they're yes. into the code. You know, the, the National Electrical Code gets more proposals. Yeah. To change the to, to change the code, mm-hmm. then all of the international codes combined. Right. Combined, exactly. The building code, mechanical. Yep, we get more it's than all of those put together, and that's because electricians all we, we care about the code and yes. we use the code. And we want it to be correct. It needs to be accurate. You know, right. it's intended to be adopted uh, to be adoptable mm-hmm. as a law and mm-hmm. an enforceable document. So it has to be right. Right. And there's a lot of people like myself and a lot of people in the industry that really care about the code. They want to make sure it's right and that it's correct and that it's enforceable and it's written in a way that's understandable. So I look at the code as a, as a big challenge. It's a, it's a document that's been around for 120 years. Mm-hmm. It has never been perfect, and it never will be perfect, but we, we strive for it. We can make it better every mm-hmm. three years, yes. and that's what we do. Yep, yep, yep. Continual continual work towards perfection. You know? Absolutely. And, and, and you know, as, as the world around us and the world that we're a part of is, is dramatically changing, um, and with technology, with practices, oh, yeah. with expectations that are there, it's, yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. I think, I think you're right. I mean, you know, asking an electrician for, for the code book yeah, is, is, is akin to asking them for uh, any other tool on their tool belt. You know, yeah, it's going to be yeah, right like there. like asking them for a screwdriver. Right, yeah. right, right. Or, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And, and that I, I wasn't aware, uh, actually, you just enlightened me to, yeah, the definition not being in other building <laughs> trades. Um, yeah. And, and, and they just they just assume we're going to do that work for them, don't they? <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> but, but we have, and, and we will continue to, because uh, electricians are, you know, some of the most uh, highly scrutinized, highly, highly, um, really just, I mean, highly intelligent uh, yeah. people on job sites. We, we um, have a, a, a tremendous job in front of us, and we take it very, very seriously and take our Absolutely. training and- very seriously. And, you know, as, as an inspector, once again, there there were so many times on commercial job sites, not necessarily massive, right, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, medium-sized commercial sites yes. where I would show up and the general contractor might not be there. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even go, regardless of what I was there for, regardless right. of what inspection I was doing, I would usually go to the electrician because yep. the electrician knows what's happening on the job at least as well as the general contractor. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, big, well, you know, we're there digging digging ditches to right. put in our underground, right. and we're there ripping plastic off the lights while the occupants are in there unboxing computers. Right. You know, right. we <laughs> we are there the entire project. Nobody's there longer than us. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. a lot of times, yeah, we're the ones that know the project better than anybody. So it's Amen. we're a, we're a critical part of, of the installation. Absolutely, I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, well, let's let's shift gears a little bit. So um, I, I mentioned the the code or the uh, code book that you just authored um, uh, with IEC uh, and, and for IEC, the, the a comprehensive guide to the NEC. Tell us a little bit about um, you know your your um, yeah you, the audience and you know kind of your approach as an author and and maybe a little yeah. bit about what you think um, people will gain um, from it. Well, uh, I'll tell you, this has probably been the, the most difficult thing that I've ever done professionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it was a mammoth project. Yes. And uh, it's I, I don't know what the total page count is going to be, including the front matter. So but I 1776 uh, pages, yeah. <laughs> which which really I love on many different levels. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, which wasn't necessarily by design, but right. it's kind of a cool number. It you is. Know? It is. It's and cool. uh, man, I, I got to be honest when you when you look back at it and yes. as, as the author and you think, holy smokes, man, yeah. seventeen. Well, it's just like I warned you. I I, yeah. I talk for a living. You have to tell me to shut up, or I'm not going to. <laughs> and and that's the way I am on the keyboard sometimes too. I start sure. typing and I get excited. Yep. You know, if I'm if I'm typing about hazardous locations, I don't want to just say, well, you need to seal off within eighteen inches of. Uh, make and break context i want to talk about why you know mm -hmm. okay well you need to seal within 18 inches because of a concept called pressure piling well mm -hmm. what's pressure piling well right in order to understand pressure piling we need to understand fire and right. to understand fire we've got to realize that you need fuel you need oxygen you cool. need a, a heat Correct. source you Correct. know you need to define so, all those things you, you can't just right, cover exactly. up that rabbit hole you need to uncover it and go down oh it, yeah you know and go yeah. right down in it yeah. and roll around in it exactly it so <laughs> love it and and i'm definitely guilty of that yeah you know sure. so yeah it was uh it was a mammoth project yeah. um three books you know the average is i guess 600 pages per book and mm -hmm. there's three of them there's uh there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 2000 photographs mm -hmm. uh in it and i would say probably 1950 of those i took mm -hmm. uh maybe 50 of them or so i had friends around the country that that specialize in stuff and they were nice enough to send me some of their work right, uh right so uh, a lot of photographs that are real world pictures. They're not cartoons. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about, uh, you know, when we talk about an explosion proof panel board, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to see what that actually looks like instead mm -hmm. of uh, instead of a drawing of it. So there's tons of photographs. There's a lot of commentary. Uh, there is a lot of examples. How do you, you know, how do you determine the the locked rotor current of a fire pump? Mm -hmm. Things like that. Yes. Or, you know, that, that looking through it, I've some of the stuff that I decided to include, I've never seen in any other textbook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. You know, um, some of the stuff not every electrician will do. You know, me in Utah, we don't we we hardly ever see fire pumps. Right. In right. other parts of the country, they're in every commercial every, building. Exactly. Exactly. So, so you have to figure out, okay, who who's my audience? Because it's not right. just people in my area. Right. You know, in my area, all of our yeah, yeah in my yeah. area, all of our service disconnects are on the outside of the house. In other areas, you'll never see that. Right. So, right. you have to you have to approach it from all different views. Absolutely. So I think uh, I think people that read the book are going to be able to be introduced to some things that they've never seen. Yes. Uh, based on where they live, you know, uh, when I when I tell people that that when I go to New York, they run SE cable on the outside of a house. Right. People people in my area don't even know what that means. Right. You, right. I mean, it's like what the, the gray cable? <laughs> I go, yeah, they run it outside, and they're like. What? Why, you know? why would so, they? Yeah. <laughs> right, you know, and uh, so so I think people will be able to see things uh, that are done all over the country. Right, that, right. that you know will be able to open their eyes, and and some of the stuff in the code when you read it, it really mm -hmm. it's really hard to understand. Yeah, uh, it absolutely. is written with legalese because it's it's intended to be a law book, mm -hmm. and that requires some explanatory material. Yes. So there's a lot of ex of explanations. There's a lot of examples. Uh, Mathematical examples, real world examples, how to how to size a motor, how to do a load calculation, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so about eighteen hundred pages worth That's of terrific. that. So That's yeah, I, I think it's I think it's great. I'm I'm really proud of it, and and I think people are going to really enjoy it. That's that's great, and it, and it it really follows the philosophy of of um, IEC's educational uh, products and approach too of of exposure and and providing yeah. well rounded education to make the best qualified electricians in yeah. the country and and honestly in the world. Um, and and so yeah, so you 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 know 
working on this project, yeah, you, you've you've helped to author an IEC textbook that is is going to be well used along that same pathway, um, and and we're excited to to be able to then share that back with the IEC community starting this uh, this fall, and it'll be included Thanks, in well. all our fourth year uh, book kits um, in in our fifty different uh, chapters in, across the country. Well, I'm excited too, and yeah. and I'll be honest with you. I think that that it's uh, it's a set of books that a person once they graduate through the program, I think it's a set of books that they can put on their bookshelf mm-hmm. and continue and to reference. get some real yes. use out of. Absolutely, yeah. yep. absolutely, yeah. It's it's terrific. It's terrific. Um, I'm I'm curious too. You know, as as uh, IEC instructors um, will uh, will be teaching this for the first time this fall. Any uh, any tri- uh, tips? Um, you know, any advice that, that you could help to to give them as as using this as in in the classroom, um, specifically to the the instructor audience, Ryan. Oh boy, you know, instructing is mm-hmm. it's it's a responsibility. Yes, you yes. know that's know the that's the way yeah. I look at it. It's it's a it's a real pleasure, mm-hmm. and I love doing it. And it's it's also a responsibility. Yes, and I've always. Felt the the number one thing about instructors uh, for me has always been that you have to be honest. Mm-hmm. You've absolutely got to be honest. Uh, nobody in the world knows everything about everything, mm-hmm. and nobody no, nobody in the world knows everything about the electrical code. Right. right. So, being honest uh, about your knowledge and saying this is what I know and this is what I don't know, I I think is really important. And knowing when to rely on the textbook and when to interject your own personal thoughts into things, mm, uh, mm-hmm. I think is is really important. You know, given the given the size of the book, I'm not sure exactly uh, how it's going to be placed into the curriculum. Right. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely it's, it's a massive reference book. Yes. So I would I would assume that most people will refer to it fairly often Correct. because it, it does have a lot of the code. It doesn't, you can't just copy and paste the code. Sure. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. And, and, and add photographs. Right. Right. I mean, right. That, that's not, you know, NFPA kind of frowns on, on you doing that. Right. Right. And, so, and it doesn't help um, the, the, the learner, you know, it, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yep. So, so the requirements, uh, I, I paraphrase the rules. Uh, I can't, you know, it's not the exact same words. Yes. Uh, it's, it's the same concepts. Yep. So you paraphrase the words so that, so that it makes sense yep. and it still says what it says, yep. but it says it in an, in an easier manner. A Correct. lot of times yeah. when you read the code book, uh, you mentioned going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. A lot of times, man, you'll you'll read the code book and it'll say, well, this shall be done in accordance with this and this section. Yes. So you flip back over to that You're, section. Yeah, referencing and, says, and referencing and referencing. Right, right, and right. it's right. just, oh, my God, you, know, you spent 15 <laughs> minutes and then you, you forgot what your question yeah. was. You know? you really got uh, a lot of like, paper cuts on your fingers yeah, from flipping it's like, pages. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like clicking through YouTube or Wikipedia or something. You're like, right, God, right. how did I get here? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... What I try to do is, yeah, if if we're going to start referring to different sections all through the code, I I just, I skip all of that and I say, look, here's what it says. By the time you flip through these eight sections, here's what you're going to read. Here's what you're going to see. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 So. I, I think that'll be really beneficial to people. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and what what's cool and, and using it as a reference that way in, in in the IEC schools across the country and the way that you've laid it out is a comprehensive piece. Then, yeah, the the, the regionality of it can will play into effect. You know, as, yeah. as and and again, there's there's the information that's there that illustrates then the breadth of of the variety of different things and and practices throughout 
the entire national electrical code, um, the implications in, in different areas. But then there's yeah, the other, you know, the geographic piece needs to be taken into account as to what's, yeah. what's relevant in there. And so it gives it gives flexibility back to the instructors um, to to help to arm them with information that they might not be fully aware of because of lack of exposure and in, in where they're at and because of the yeah. regionality piece. But then also it gives them, yeah, that, that in-depth piece at a glance, so you're not flipping back forth here, there, and cr- provide some clarity um, within, yeah. uh, within um, you know, within, within yeah, looking at one piece in entirety. So that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, well, good, 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 good. Um, any other thoughts on, on, uh, you know, kind of the, the uh, this first foray of, of our IEC instructors um, cracking things open here in the next couple of months. Yeah, well, you know, I'm looking forward to their input. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I I did limit the scope on mm-hmm. the document because you, you can't cover, you know, the, the code book itself without any photographs or any commentary is about 900 pages. Correct. So you can't do a book that, that literally covers the entire book. Yes. Uh, that, that would be almost insane. So so you do have to limit and choose what you're going to cover. Correct. I didn't I didn't get into systems that operate over a thousand volts. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, 99% of electricians mm-hmm. are never going to work in that arena. Mm-hmm. So it is important that that 1% gets educational material. Yes. And I, I, you know, that, that is a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I have to spend more time with the 99% than with the 1%. Understood. So there, Understood. Yeah. So there are things that, that are not covered. Um, some of the really in-depth uh you know, hospitals. How 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 deep do you want to go into healthcare? Because mm-hmm. that's a huge subject. I want an electrician to be able to wire a dentist's office. Yep. You know, a, a healthcare facility, a dock in the box, whatever you want to call them. Right. Um, when it comes to designing the the life safety branch and the essential electrical system of a high rise hospital, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Maybe that is something that people want to know about. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to hearing what the instructors' feedback is because. I want to know, okay, were there things that, that I decided not to touch on mm-hmm. that maybe they want touched on? Right. And in the 2020 version, then, then you know, maybe we can incorporate these kind of things. Correct. So I'm always, I'm always looking for feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be uh, errors in any textbook, so I sure. want to hear about anything we're like that. We're all human. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to to uh, to getting feedback, especially from the instructors, but also from students as well. Terrific, terrific. Well, that's great, and that you know that that willingness to to work um, in that in that direction is is also why why we uh, chose to work with you, Ryan, on on this uh, this IEC project because it's the iterative piece of continual process improvement is yeah. is the goal within everything that we do in IEC, and and having that 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 iterative process and, and working towards perfection and and um, you know, working collectively as a group mm. towards that is is what what the, yes. the team of, of IEC is all about. So that's that's fantastic. Absolutely. And and you did mention too, yeah, that that um, we will be working together um, on on two upcoming uh, products in the IEC educational lineup: um, a 2020 NEC update book, um, and then as well yeah. as updating uh, this the comprehensive guide um, to the yeah. NEC with the 2020 code uh, here in in the you know the next six months or so too. So it's it's very exciting. 
It is exciting. Uh, I'm I'm right in the thick of the Code Changes book. We're yeah. uh, right now. It's uh, it's May 10th, which means we are right in the 11th hour of yeah. the uh, of the Code Change revision process. So, yes. I'm uh, I'm banging away at the keyboard every single day, and I uh, will be for probably the next two months. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good for sure. We've uh, there's a lot of changes in the code. Uh, you mentioned earlier the the changing technologies yes. in our industry yes. and how important it is to keep up. Absolutely. I think it might be more important today mm-hmm. than maybe ever before I, I to agree. keep up with changing technologies. Yes. You, you know, you, it's moving you, so you, quickly now. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. So yeah. I think understanding the code changes is critical. We're seeing uh, we're seeing a lot of changes uh, for safety. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing a lot of changes to address technology. We're doing uh, we're doing more things with less energy than yes. we've ever done before. We're, yes. we're you know we can energize the ceiling grid for our lights. Right. We can right. uh, we can use power zero over to ten Ethernet. Volt yeah. Power over Ethernet yeah. is the yeah. gorilla in the corner. Electric yes. vehicles, solar, energy management, energy storage. Yeah. You know, uh, these things are here. I, I know when yeah. I was uh, when I first started teaching. It was when solar was first kind of taking off, and right. I was always thinking, "Man, I, this little fad is just going to go away, and right. I'll never have to learn solar because I don't want to learn solar because yeah. it's so different." And guess what? It didn't go away. Yeah. And power over Ethernet, it's not going to go it's away. It's not going to go away. <laughs> Energy right. storage, it's not going to go away. Right. So, right. yeah, I think it's critical that you that you keep up. So right. we're uh, we're doing the code changes book, and uh, and yeah, part of continuing education, I think people will, will really get. Uh, get a lot out of the code changes book. agreed agreed excellent yeah. excellent well yeah appreciate uh, appreciate all the partnership on that and uh Absolutely. And, and yeah it's it's the yeah with the changing of technology it's it's we are um it's it's science fiction is close is is now becoming nonfiction uh, yeah. <laughs> in so yeah. many different ways and you know right. when you used to look at popular mechanics when you were a kid and and um you know, we don't have flying cars, and I, I don't know if we ever will get into flying cars personally. Yeah, um, right. No. For for a lot of safety related <laughs> reasons, you know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you would want to you know rely on the safety uh, inspections of, of somebody else flying above you, as well as the noise and and uh, you know visual disruption, yada yada yada. Yeah. But but well, uh, just, but but everything yeah. else, everything else. <laughs> People you know, have a hard smart. enough time driving cars, right, with right, right, the right, surface right. and lanes. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Can you yeah. can you picture a, a flying car with with somebody that's tied to their new mattress with twine <laughs> right. down on top of that thing? You know, like <laughs> this. Let's get into the aerodynamics for a second again. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, yeah, I think you follow my thread. That 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 you know we're. Yeah. We are, we are uh, uh, Jane and, and George Jetson in, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, that's right. We've be, we've become that, and we're going to continue to um, with with integration of technology within everything that we do in the electrical world, and Absolutely. and to stay on top of it is the way that we're going to be able to com- to to meet the changing demands and and um, compete in, in the marketplace as well. You know, to meet the yeah. the needs that are out there and. Um, and and yeah, being being up to snuff on on the NSE and and knowing what's you know what's being uh, looked at within the process of what's you know coming through uh, research and development of of uh, companies and and uh, you know what's allowable within the NEC and how that mm-hmm. translates back into our our day to day is absolutely critical in an electrician's life. 
It it really is. And, you know, and and in a lot of different ways, too. And and some people don't don't fully grasp this initially because the the code, the code doesn't always make changes to make things more stringent. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we have new allowances. Yes. sure. And boy, there there are built in money making opportunities in the NEC, if you know about that. Right. You know, I I don't want to say that you're exploiting it because you're you're not. I mean, you know, it it actually says right in the first section of the code, it says Mm -hmm. if you follow the code, you're going to have a safe installation. It right. might not be perfect. It might not be the best in the world, but it will be safe. It'll be safe. So yes. if you follow the code, if you you know if the code allows a practice that's new, and you want to take advantage of that, take advantage of it. Yeah. You know there yeah. is money to be made and and bids to be won. Yes. <clears throat> by keep by 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 keeping up with the changes. Right. You know so right. new allowances are just as important as new requirements, in my opinion. That that's fantastic, actually, Ryan, because I think that you're right. I think that that it's the way that you look at the code as a tool. If you look at yeah. it from the the uh, perspective of, of uh, you know laws of scarcity versus laws of abundance, or you know glasses half full, <laughs> glasses half empty, that yeah. that these yeah there are tenants within it to be able to help ensure for safe workplace practices and and um, installation. But but yeah, also looking at it for for um, yeah early induction of of uh, you know market opportunities that are there or other other um, niche areas in which then um, yeah that that a company can take a look at as an opportunity to grow. Absolutely interesting, interesting. I like yeah. I like that you said that. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I think uh, the IEC community will resonate with that too. Um, yeah. But besides technology, you know, are there any other ways that you believe that? Uh, or that you see the electrical contracting industry continuing to evolve in the next couple of years? Any, um, yeah, yeah, well, like, how, where do you think we're going? You know, boy, it, <laughs> boy, if I had a crystal ball, um, <laughs> you it, don't wait so, a minute. I know, right? It's I so Amazoned one year the other day, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It came in the same package as the essential oils, right? Yeah. Right, right, but, uh, right, right. Put it, yeah, dab behind your ear, and yeah, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, that'll fix everything. So, um <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's 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 tough. Obviously, the technology is is a huge factor right. of, of the evolution of our industry. Yes, uh, but I think like the world of of prefabrication. Yes, is something that people need to keep an eye on, mm-hmm. um, and that's boy, that's a really tough nut to crack. There's yes. there's pros and cons for it. Um, it really gets involved in uh, in the discussion of licensing. Yes. You know, if you're if you're working in if you're working at a shop and you're not on a job site mm-hmm. and your job is to push MC cable into boxes all yeah. day, yeah. does that require a license? Or are you right. really doing electrical work? Or right. I, I don't know. Right. You know, if, if your job is turning a screwdriver and connecting receptacles all day in, in a supervised environment, is that electrical right. work? Right. In, a, in a non-energized you know? environment, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I think you're going to see a major shift in the industry uh, as far as prefab is concerned we're already seeing it a lot of the bigger shops are doing as much as possible uh at their own facility yes um what is that uh bim software i can't remember what that Mm -hmm. stands for building integrated mumbo jumbo i don't remember that's exactly right (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) that's bim that's bim j uh that's that's, yeah yeah, that's yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so you know that of course is a big factor uh drawing things on paper that we've never been able to draw before and and expecting to do them in the field sometimes can prove difficult so um you know and, and really i guess it all does kind of fall back to to technology you know uh it's it's not just the 
the technologies and new devices and things that we're putting in, but the new ideas mm-hmm. as well, doing mm-hmm. an assembly line type of production feature. So right, right. I think the, the electrical industry is a fascinating one and it's, it's an evolving one. And, uh, like I said, if I, you know, if I had a crystal ball, I'd, I'd be a millionaire or a right. billionaire, but, uh, you know, it, it's, I think it's important for contractors to communicate with each other. And, and I think that's where, yes. uh, IEC really has a tremendous advantage with its members is, you bet being able to share ideas and share concepts Mm -hmm. uh you know you don't need to know everything but it's nice when you know who to talk to about a given topic right right well it it, you you just came you just helped us to tie full circle back to to um the term we were using nerds and geeks you know the affectionate piece of of surrounding ourselves Mm -hmm. with with fellow experts within right their areas and and that that again is yeah a lot of the potency of the iec community is is that yeah not any single one of us has all the answers to anything, but coming together with like mind, like purpose, like mission, yeah. and and openness to be able to then share and gain information from one another, we we walk out um, more, uh, much more closer to perfection and experts within Absolutely. everything that we do. You well, know, it's, it's like the saying, you know, alone we're five fingers, but together yeah. we're a fist. Oh, interesting. You know, there's, interesting. There's so much yeah. wisdom in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. I've, I'd never heard that before. But. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, no. It, maybe it's a Utah thing. I'm not sure. It could be. Yeah, yeah probably yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> together we're five wives, but uh, together we're a family or something. Right, like right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I see where you're going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You might have to edit that one out. It was a joke. You know? It's a joke. Understood. Understood. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. that, um, Ryan, tell, tell me a little bit about uh, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Yeah. Well, well, right now, right now, nothing. Uh, <laughs> right now, I type. I type. You're, you're just getting carpal tunnel and um, wearing out keyboards yeah, exactly. for IEC. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, when I'm when I'm not busy doing this, um, I, I've always been a very, an avid book reader. I love okay. to read books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just about anything, I, I like uh, kind of weird. I like true crime a lot, so okay. I like that genre, and I yeah. like history. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer nonfiction, but, but you yes. know, I, I like horror as well. So yes. I read a lot of books. Um, I do some woodworking. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, I work on a wood lathe, so I'm, I'm oh, cool. more of a wood turner yes. than a wood worker. Yes. Yeah, so Understood. I uh, I do enjoy getting out there and, and turning wood on the lathe. So I'm, I like making bowls and uh, vases and things like that, baby rattles. Um, huh, cool. So, yeah, Very yeah, cool. that's definitely one of my things. And then I'm uh, I'm also a big college football fan, so okay. I, I really like uh, my University of Utah Utes. Yep. And uh, we're going to win the Pac-12 this year. So you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrific. you know, and then just the usual, uh, you know, hanging out with the wife and kids. Yeah. So yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, remind me how many how many kids do you have? I've got two. Two. Yeah. 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 Yep. I've got two. They're uh, they're 19 and 16. Right wow. Now. Wow. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. The uh, daughter, the older one, is going to school right now for uh, for civil engineering. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the son, his uh, his compass is still swinging around a lot. So we'll see where yep. uh, where he ends up going. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. As well, yep. it should be at that age, you know, to, to be able to yeah, explore absolutely. and understand and and. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, that's well, and, you know, for for him, he's yeah. not really interested in going to college, mm-hmm. and that's fine. That's you don't great. Have to go to college. That's great. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting involved in the trades, and I, I, I don't want to sound like like this is a sales pitch or anything, because yeah. you know our audience is electricians; they're probably already. We in the get industry. it. Yeah, exactly. But boy, 
Uh, I'll tell you, man. I, I've I've been able to teach at some amazing places. Yes. Uh, I, I've taught at a power plant uh, where where I've seen a one million kVA transformer. Nice. Uh, I've taught at eBay's data center where they handle six thousand dollars of transactions every single second. Every second, yeah. Um, every second. Six thousand. Twelve thousand. Eighteen thousand. I can yeah, keep going here. Know, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just stupefying. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Hazardous locations, places, um, data centers, and and they all have electricians on site. Right, and their jobs are wildly different. Yes, what the people do at the power plant versus the data center oh, versus the testing labs. Yeah. There's so many different things you can do in yeah. our industry. Yes, it, it's it's amazing. I mean, it, it really is. It you know, being an electrician is does not mean you're going to be wiring houses or exactly. hanging lights or exactly. you know, and, and if that's what you want to do great yes you know there there's a market for that right. if that's not what you want to do the guys that work at data centers that i that i teach at they've got yeah. a they've got a they've got a great job the guys right. at the power station they've got a great job so yeah. you know my son that doesn't want to go to college hey man get in the electrical industry exactly I mean, there's a million different ways that you can make money and good money that's fantastic well well good yeah. well we'll we'll exchange his telephone number after this <laughs> <laughs> um, because there's a yeah, there's a huge market and a huge demand yeah. out there, and and that's that's great. That's great that you're also helping to promote what I think has has in recent years we've started to actually change the the tenor of the conversation around um, around the skill trades and the and, and the traditional yeah. skill trades that that it seems like an alternative to a, a young person's future because we've been mm-hmm. messaged to for so many years now. Um, that it's a college or bust mentality. That that that's right. the way that you create success. But but you and I and and everyone else listening in on this podcast knows a, a much different story to that. Yes. And and I believe that that again, yeah, we finally as a society begun to wake up to that fact. And and um, you know, just yeah, major kudos to you for for helping to uh, um, you know promote your your son's growth and and uh, exposure to. Uh, what the, the choose your own adventure that life is, and yeah. and and, uh, and that um, yeah to to promote um, opportunities like yeah in the electrical industry for for him and he will by in turn then his peers will learn about it and and more people will will really you know chime in and and be able to then embrace that that there's no one way uh, for success right. in this lifetime. That's that, so right. There's a multitude and we all need each other and we 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 need the doctors and we need the the IT um, folks and and we need everybody along the pathway but we also need all of our skilled trades people and electricians That's to right. be able to make all these things happen. They don't just magically appear. Um, the roads yeah. that, we, that we drive on and, and the buildings that we're all a part of and that we take for granted um, yeah, there, there are skilled trades people behind each one of those. That's so, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, well, Ryan, I really appreciate you again sharing uh, part of your story with us. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I know that we could go on uh, forever and ever. Um, but uh, and and uh, also wanted to to plug too that yeah, you are going to be um, at the IEC uh, National Convention and Expo in St. Louis later this fall. Um, you're yeah. going to be um, teaching some from the 2020 code update. And then um, we've also got you on the slate for uh, a couple of breakout education sessions. So I yeah. see folks well, looking forward to that, too. That's going to be hot off the press. Yeah. You know, the, the, the code book usually comes out mid-September. Right. And I think we're doing this first week of October. First That's day right. of October, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, it's, so, it's early October. So it's going to be a quick... Yeah, the ink will barely even be dry. Right. This, will, right. this will seriously be one of the first classes in the entire country yeah, that, that covers awesome. the 2020. That's yeah, awesome. it, it really will be. I mean, it's... 
yeah, it's it's a it's a nice opportunity. It's huge. Well, well, Ryan, and, thank and you. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, me me too, and and the entire IEC community is. So, just want to thank you, um, thank you again for yeah for for helping to uh, to work uh, on uh, on bettering our industry every step of the way, um, and and thank you again for for sharing some of your personal story and personal insights with us today too. Well, it's my pleasure, and I, I really appreciate the opportunity. So, thanks. Awesome, awesome. Good, good. And, and thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out over at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, just like Ryan's son is, you can jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams. <laughs>